women, we share some of the same personal traits, such as empathy and strength. Women of reflection, all women are unified as warriors. We celebrate, embrace a sisterhood of strong, divine women. We are warriors. Hello, warriors. Welcome to everyone for joining in. We thank you. We welcome you. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for listening to Women of Reflection. This episode four is something that is really strong to my heart and it's very informative because it's for a great cause. This episode ends our week of Domestic Violence Awareness Number One Thing Project. The number one thing message unites individuals' voices while highlighting the power of our collective actions. Every day, we all have the opportunity to educate others about the impact of domestic violence. And for those of you who don't know, I am a survivor. And as a survivor, I am honored to be a part of an amazing project to encourage others to take action. Change can start with only one thing. The number one thing message helps individuals and communities to articulate and understand how our collective one thing can lead to social transformation we all desire to see. But before we jump into this episode, I would like to start off with our warrior prayer. Everyone near and far, close your eyes or just listen. Heavenly Father, touch me, O Lord, to utilize my voice to open hearts and minds around the world to have an open ear to change. I ask that we provide us with strength and hope when we are weak. God, we ask that you give us the light of your love when we feel forsaken and courage when we are afraid. Lord, we ask for wisdom when we feel foolish and comfort when we are alone. Lord, please give your hope and your peace in times of trouble because we know with you all things are possible. I pray that you utilize this platform to encourage all that we are strong and can conquer all that we put our minds and hearts to. Amen. So we are here. And everybody, I just want to say thank you if you join us this week in our weekly awareness project for number one thing with the different topics that we focused on this week. Thanks in advance. And just thank you. We appreciate you doing this project with us. In today's episode, I will be interviewed by a guest co-host to discuss, as a survivor, my number one thing that can bring awareness to action. Everyone can take a small step that leads to a real change. With so much information to share, let's get to it. The journey of being a survivor, it never ends. There are days when you are faced with the memories. There are days where you are reminded of the pain, there are scars that cannot be removed from the abuse placed on you. And for me, I choose to tell my story, but not allow my story to tell who I am. I am a survivor. I am a proud survivor. And I am happy to be a part of this, to encourage and have a platform where I can inspire and embrace anyone who's been faced with domestic violence. 
It's not an easy journey, but it's not something that you should go through alone. Know that near and far you have a sisterhood here. And I hope that this today's episode brings awareness and it brings action to our awareness in how we view and how we can support others. I am a mother, um, a mother of three, who has been through different stages of domestic violence. I have experienced mental, I have experienced physical, and I have experienced verbal. I have a lot that I carry from it. And with the help and support of therapy, with the help and support of just finding a way to gain a healthy relationship within myself, I've come far. I want to just encourage everyone that you're not alone. And for me, the hardest part was having to face my truth in it, having to speak over my fear. And if I can do it, so can you. I can tell you that in my journey, I had nothing but faith. And that's what got me to where I'm at now. And I really and truly am happy that faith has helped me rebirth the brokenness in me into a better me. I am so excited that you know, I can utilize my voice today as a survivor. And, you know, as an adult, I'm able to do that. But I want to just take this a small moment just to honor my children because, you know, for children, they struggle with clarification and understanding from being placed in a traumatic situation. And I would like to take a moment to just use my voice to show my gratitude to my children, honoring them for their strength through this drastic change of life. So to Cassidy, Carter, and Emmanuel, mommy loves you dearly. And I honor you today as a survivor as well. I know that you were put in situations that you should have never experienced. And I wanna say thank you for being patient with mommy. Thank you for being understanding Thank you for having the heart of strength even when I was weak and didn't have it for myself. You guys inspire me. You guys give me strength. And you guys, you know, you're awesome in all that you do. Mommy will always continue to give you the best and nothing less. This and what I do is for you. Thank you. I love you. With that being said, we want to jump right in. And we're going to get to our questions and answers for our One Thing Awareness Movement. And I'm so excited to have my guest here to just be able to ask me the questions that maybe some of us are unclear about. Um, And I hope that this segment can definitely give you guys more awareness and more perspective on how to help your friends, how to help your family members, how to help anyone. If you see something, say something. Your change, your number one thing, your voice can definitely make a difference in how we're able to help others that are going through. We may not have the same stories. We may not have the same solutions. But how we can be a support to one another is important. 
I'm asking that friends and family who have someone or know someone that is struggling and going through domestic violence, please refrain from being judgmental. Try to just give the spirit of love and understanding because it's not an easy journey. As you are trying to deal with what hit you, and for me, it was a nightmare and it never ends. I ask that, you know, you just don't give up. Some people say, you know, why well, I tried and I helped, but they went back. It takes time. It takes patience. It is dark. It is scary. It is not easy. And I ask that we bring knowledge, we gain awareness, and we put action to put end to this. We can make a difference on how we are there to support our loved ones. We can make a difference when we're not giving up on our loved ones. We can make a difference if we use our voice to stand strong and say enough. There are so much out there that can help you, whether it's an advocate, whether it's domestic violence hotline. Don't ever feel that you're alone. I'm asking everyone to continue to spread the word of awareness and knowledge to save lives and to help others that are going through. There's so much that I can say on this, but I would like to jump right into our Q&A portion of our number one thing, Domestic Violence Awareness Project. So let's get started. I'm going to start with my first question, number one thing, awareness. We were talking about evolving. So what is the value and power in your number one thing? So as a survivor, the value and power in my number one thing is finding my voice. I realized that when I was in my situation, everything was so heavy. Everything was so much and extremely toxic that my voice was lost. And that's an important thing to start with finding your voice. And, and uh, I appreciate that. If you could just elaborate a little bit more and um, in terms of your, your story, what is the number one thing that you want to share about your story? So I had multiple encounters of abuse and I stayed in it for years because of fear. I didn't have the strength to believe that this is something that I can leave or something that I can be free from. There were times where I did leave and return because I felt like I couldn't do it without him and it was gonna be difficult for me to take care of the kids this way. When I decided to reflect and understand that this is not okay and it's not healthy and my children are now starting to see too many signs of abuse, I started to write and in that reflection, I was able to hear myself clearly. And then my plan came that I had enough and I put together that and with that voice, I was able to leave. Well, that is awesome. And I'm hearing two things, uh, Wayview healing and the path to resilience. 
How can you help to open up that door of healing and resilience? So for me, as a survivor, in that moment, healing didn't come with sharing my story. I was so ashamed and I didn't really like for anyone to know what was going on. I definitely didn't heal through expressing, but I healed through meditation and music. Um, I tried to overcompensate by doing fun things with my kids to kind of just change the dynamic of things so they wouldn't see it for what it was. And that was a form of hiding too. But the more I did that, the more they kept showing me that, you know, mommy, we know this. So mommy, we, we see, we saw that. So of course that made me understand that that wasn't the way to go. So for me, I, poured into things that I like, whether it was music, of course, writing, meditation, and prayer. That's what helped my healing. It is essential to break the cycle of domestic violence. And you mentioned your children being exposed to domestic violence. How can you send a message or make a difference in the life of a child experiencing domestic violence? As a mom and a survivor, it is the most hardest thing to see your children witnessing a nightmare. And for me, it was a nightmare. Every time, every situation it happened, my heart bled for my kids' pain and then mine. And I know it's it's crazy because, you know, you would say, well, why not yours first? But for me, that's what happened. And as a mom, as soon as I, you know, can get my my thoughts and everything and my emotions intact, I focus on, okay, guys, you know, I'm sorry that it happened. I apologize. And I realized that that's not what they wanted to hear. They didn't want to hear me apologize. They needed the reassurance that I'm okay and this is not going to happen again. I encourage everyone, if this is you, to speak with your kids. Do not hide and say or make an excuse. Explain to them in a positive way and give them that reassurance that this is not okay. You know, and you have to make a change. You cannot say it's not okay and then go back or say it's not okay and then sit in it. Try to figure out a plan that you can say, this is what mommy has to do so that this change can be put into place. And I encourage mothers or, you know, fathers, whoever's going through this, to give that encouragement to their children and that reassurance. That being said, as a survivor, what is your number one thing to make a difference to encourage other survivors of domestic violence? My number one thing to make a difference is I, for instance, made excuses because it was something that I wanted to work. I want my family to be together. I wanted to have a family. I made excuses on top of excuses. And I noticed that I did so much to pour into him so that he can be great for us. And if I given that to myself and understand the value of the love for myself first, then I would know that something wasn't right. But in that moment, 
I realized that I didn't have love for myself. I only knew how to love him. And I only catered to loving him because I believed that if he did that, he would love me. And then I can love myself. It doesn't work that way. So changing that and in my writing and in my therapy sessions, the more I spoke, the more I realized that I needed to focus on how to love me because my kids need me, the importance of the love that I need for me. And once I started giving that to myself, I realized that, okay, now I can see the signs of a not healthy relationship and a healthy relationship. That was something important for me. The healthy relationship has to start within and within yourself. And that's the road I took. And that's the road that I encourage anybody out there that's experiencing domestic violence or all my survivors to just find that road of loving yourself and understanding how to do the work of healing and change within yourself in a healthy way. Well, that being said, I would like you to uh, just recite or go over our community pledge. So, Warriors, our community pledge is a call to action, an invitation to affirm your commitment to end domestic violence. So today, I'm going to share my pledge with you. So I, Siobhan McCoy, pledge to end domestic violence. I understand changing one thing can make a difference in my community and movement to end domestic violence. I will use my voice to stand against domestic violence. I will share my number one thing boldly and proudly and often to inspire others to make a commitment to action against domestic violence. I will also encourage others to embrace their own number one thing to support victims and survivors of domestic violence and honor the advocates that work tirelessly to ensure the well-being of all survivors. I pledge. I encourage everyone who's near and far to just join us with your community pledge and feel free to share it on Facebook, our Instagram page. We'll love to hear it and we'll love to see it. Thank you for tuning in to this informative episode. Stay tuned to more episodes of Women of Reflection. Thank you. Thank you.